Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with the subtle energies of the cosmos. This happens in a form of deep meditation in which I ask certain entities of the world beyond to communicate with me. As one of the first contacts with the other world, my old friend and teacher, friend of the Indians, showed himself to me. And it is now a great pleasure for me to introduce you to these conversations as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and our articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our ability. Thank you for understanding. Dear friend of the Indians, please tell me what you have to say on the subject of willingness. The willingness of a soul in conjunction with its purity determines its mobility. What I mean to say with this is that the willingness constitutes one of the most important components of the soul and its inconnected ego aspects. Willingness grows in conjunction with purity and hence with awareness. But in order to better explain the concept of willingness, let me start again from a different angle. Willingness is a kind of power that you possess that allows you to make decisions. Since free will is the supreme good in the cosmos, Willingness is equally important for it is essentially part and parcel of the free will. Every human being, every soul inside this human being can develop their own abilities and make an endless number of decisions. It is your willingness that propels you out of the limitation of the forms. Through this power you can reach any goal that you envisage. But apart from the free will that is your birthright, you need the willingness to do what you intend to do. This power must be free and expanded lovingly, just like the soul itself. The energy of willingness is the first stage of all movement inside you. I do understand this. This means that you are endowed with free will, but this alone is of little use if there is no willingness to move, to go forward, to act or to change, right? Right. Okay, so what are the obstacles to this willingness? Obstacles to this willingness are, as always, fear, doubt, helplessness and contamination. The energy needs a base on which to exercise this free will. How many people do you know who are basically unwilling to exercise their free will? <laughs> well, I don't need to think. <laughs> um, I think it's very many. You have said it. Basically, there are more of these people than those who are willing. Wow, yes, that's right. Most of them live in fear and oppression, trapped in rigid forms that they are too afraid to leave or to change, and therefore there's no willingness. Exactly. Okay, and what is the reason for this? Feebleness. And 
Where does this feebleness come from? There are many reasons for this feebleness. In your world, mostly contamination through food, the environment, and the mental contamination of your religions. How can you encourage willingness? You can encourage willingness through the realization that life is just a game, intended to allow you to gather experience joyfully. You can imagine that you will create a rather different energy once you realize that everything is supposed to happen out of love and joyfulness, instead based on the belief that things must happen under pressure and in desperation. Willingness is also a rejection of the helplessness that you imagine you feel. Ultimately, this helplessness that you believe to be part of your life is really just your unwillingness, as I would like to call it. The unwillingness to change anything. The unwillingness to become that which you really are. The unwillingness to live your love the way you would like to live it. The unwillingness to see the world the way you would like to see it. The unwillingness to put life above all things. Planet Earth is full of people who do not honor life and who treat each other in an unloving and heartless fashion. The willingness of these people is not fit to be called willingness. It is life-destroying impotence. Mm. I would like to know how this willingness develops. Are there seasons, if you will, or does this willingness appear just because you decide to have it? That is a beautiful question. Willingness begins to grow through the power of the soul. Mm -hmm. As soon as you want to divest yourselves of contamination, you also embark on the path of the growth of willingness. As your vitality grows, so does your willingness. One is dependent on the other. When a soul walks this path, it begins to blossom and to grow like a rose or a bird that spreads its wings. As you can perceive the human souls, can you also see whether a person has willingness? I mean, whether he carries it inside of him or not? Yes, I can. How can you see this? I see this in the power of his soul. Mm -hmm. The power, the energy of a soul, is expressed by its amplitude. If a soul radiates energy, then I can see that it is ready. I understand. In order to paint a picture to show the people the situation we are in, in terms of the people and the souls that you have just described. What would you say, how do you see the majority of the people as far as their energy and their willingness is concerned? In terms of the soul's awareness, most people live wrongly and almost unconsciously. Hmm. Their energy resonates further than you would believe, but their amplitude is still not nearly as big as that of a soul who is ready. You can tell the people that their energy fields have a radius of about four meters. But then the energy field of a soul who is ready is at last twice as wide. With that, all has been said. 
Humanity is in a state of unconsciousness and unawareness. The energy of most people does not radiate very far. This means that you are not really ready to walk the true path of the soul. You have seen for yourself what it is like when people live in desperation and nobody knows how to change that. Yes, it is good that you mention that. What if the people do not even know what they could do? When their feebleness could cloud their minds so that they become weak and powerless in spirit, what can you do? It is indeed a very complicated experience because feebleness of energy leads to unconsciousness and helplessness. Mm. But you can only develop your own power out of your own volition. volition. You can tell the people that their power is always there. All they have to do is actively and consciously perceive it. You have learned much about the power of source that flows through you and its connection with the amplitude and the expansion of the soul. You have to learn and understand this. The soul cannot receive energy from outside. It must find it inside itself. It's like a special organ that will find life inside of itself only by way of the right impulses, but never from outside. Could you find perhaps a better example? You know plants. You cannot encourage them to grow by pulling on them. But you can water them to encourage growth. But ultimately the plant can only grow to the point where it has reached its innate potential. And it can only grow at its own speed, which in turn cannot be manipulated from outside. It is equally futile to try to accelerate your own growth from outside. You have to grow in and out of yourselves in the truest sense of the word. Then you will create willingness. And this willingness will call up other potentials in you, whose existence you now do not have the faintest idea of. Thinking a little further on the subject of willingness, I would also like to know what happens when a person who lived his entire life with little willingness and awareness leaves the body? Body. What happens to the willingness of the soul in this moment? The soul remains in the state that it left the body in. Hmm. This means that, of course, there is not much willingness even after death. And what happens then? What comes next for such a soul? Its energy remains in that state until the soul feels the need to change it. That is when willingness begins. So, willingness is an integral part of all paths of development. Some begin to understand this during their lifetime, others at a later point. Some do not begin to learn this until much, much later. Okay, but what happens when a soul in this state of immobility is not inside a body? Who decides that it will reincarnate again? Is it the soul itself? For this would mean that there is enough willingness to change. That is a very complex question, Sylvia. The question should not be who decides on the incarnation. 
because there are many things involved here that we will talk about another time. The question should be, who begins to live willingness and at what point? Whether that point is the process of incarnation or of living or dying is of little consequence, because it is a fundamental step that every soul will have to take. Hmm. This reminds me of my first book, The Basics of Being, in which I wrote how the figure eight on its, this, on its side describes the path of the soul, how the souls enter this state of powerlessness until they are finally able to activate their innate power in order to leave the state of powerlessness to enter a state of activity. Could you describe it this way? Yes, you could. Is there anything else that you would like to add to the subject of willingness? The essential things have been said. But I would like to convey a message to the people. The power that animates you is limitless. The memories that you carry will never pass away. Everything that you live, everything you do, everything you think will shape this energy. Therefore, please take this eternal fact to heart. The days pass, the moments pass, but within you they will live on in eternity. If you understand that your life is just an opportunity to transform so that your soul may grow, you have understood the principle of life and the principle of the cosmos. The people who do not have willingness to not do not really live. Please give the people some more positive energy so that they may know that all is well and stays well and we will be well, <laughs> especially when they walk the path of transformation willingly and without fear. Hmm? With pleasure. <laughs> Dear humans, energy transforms and will keep on changing, on and on. But this is not a negative thing. It is the nature of existence. Every energetic transformation that you experience will expand you if you will it. Energy's ultimate goal is to carry on unfolding, expanding and loving. It does not seek to exert a negative influence on you, but to support you. The cosmos supports all beings that walk the path of liberation. But if you do not ask for help, you will not be heard. But please, please, take this to heart. All your questions, your sadness, your problems that you feel must remain problems forever, all this is nothing but a game that you create. It sounds simpler than it is, I know, but, and it is my task to impart this to you, it is the essence of existence. If you understand all life is eternally in motion and that the power within you is the decisive spark to be willing to live all that you wish to live, mm. then you will begin to develop this willingness and to live it. This willingness will lead you on and on and on and on and higher and lower, wherever it is that you wish to go. This power animates your soul 
allow it to live. Wow, you put this beautifully. I just want to add for clarity's sake that you meant that metaphorically, because of course the soul is always alive in us, although many times it lives on a very low setting and therefore seems barely alive, but it is alive. That is true. But I wish to point out the dureness of the situation. Sometimes it is better to use images, especially exaggerated images. <laughs> Souls that do not feel any willingness, even when this is just a temporary state of being, although ultimately time does not exist, how can I picture them outside of a body? Such energies tumble through the cosmos like a ball. For they do not move of their own accord, but are propelled by the mass of souls that they are part of. That is how I would describe it. I understand. And what about the energies which are willing and aware? They actively move from A to B, from C to D, even though actually there is no such thing in space. <laughs> but we know what we mean by that, right? That is right. These energies develop energy with propels them, and this movement is limitless. Would you like to add anything else? No. What shall we write and talk about next? The next subject will be powerlessness. Can you give me a little preview here? I think that this is important, an important subject. Powerlessness is the contamination of the soul, which like an ulcer prevents the people from growing. Wow, okay, that sounds very important. Thank you very much, love. Thank you, Sylvia, love.